Welcome to the Discovery Doc Podcast, where we advocate for optimal wellness and reducing everyday toxic loads, no matter where life takes you. I'm Dr. Cece, doctor in nursing practice, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and a crunchy mama. I'm Anna Kate, a medical mystery overachiever and your discovery liaison. Join us on this exciting journey as we explore the world of holistic health, cutting edge research, and practical solutions for a healthier life. Together, we'll navigate through the complexities of wellness, sharing valuable insights, and expert advice. Tune in to the Discovery Doc Podcast. Get ready to be inspired, empowered, and discover a whole new way of looking at your health. Ready, Freddie. Welcome back to the Discovery Doc Podcast. I'm here with your host, Dr. Cece, functional medicine nurse practitioner, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and crunchy mama, and my co-host. I'm Anna Kate, your medical mystery overachiever in Discovery Liaison, and we are back with part two with Tori McGee, the holistic health, home health expert. Well, that. Yeah, words, <laughs> words. We're doing them. We're doing them today. So it's, it's all the, if you missed part one, it's because I live in a world of EMFs and everything in my house. So we're going to work on that. Yes, we are. If you guys, to Anna Kate's point, if you did not listen, go back and listen to part one. We talk about mold and EMF and just being a new homeowner and what to look for and how Tori and her insanely amazing expertise can come in and assess that home and just offer you the tools to building a healthy home that fuels you, you know, just emotionally, spiritually, physically. All safe space. space, safe space. Yes. So we are so excited to continue with part two of our conversation, um, in which we are going to dive into all things renovations, which I'm so excited about because we're about to go into renovating our home. And so Tori is going to be coming every single day. <laughs> Just to check. That's right. It's no, wrong. So where, I mean, with renovations, where, where do we even start? Where's a good place to start here on your end? I don't even know. You know, we want to talk about paint. We want to talk about materials, but where the heck do we start, Tori? <laughs> oh, it, you know, I think it begins, you know, for your vision. What are we trying to do? Is it going to be a bathroom, a kitchen? Are we taking down a wall? You know, what are we, what are we looking to do? I think that's the first thing we want to, you know, get together and then if it's the bathroom, you want to make sure you're getting the proper, you know, when you're doing a shower, making sure that it's done properly and not just done without all the precautions to make sure there's not going to be water leaks. So that that's a, that's a huge, you know, a huge concern, you know, make sure. And there's actually more low toxic routes and, you know, products out there on the market. And I love the green building supply company They, you know, you guys can definitely play around with that website and, you know, do some research, find out where you can get some of your products from, you know, I think the challenge is when we reach out to our contractors and we say, Hey, we're holistic and crunchy mamas. We would love to do this low tox, you know, VOC free, VOC free flooring, and they're like, well, what is that? <laughs> like, okay. So it's like, you have to educate sometimes the contractors. Um, so I find a lot that we as more wellness and, you know, we want, you know, more low toxins in our homes. We almost have to buy the products ourselves and have the contractors install them. That's what I find. Cause they're not going to have them there. You're going to have to purchase them 
and, you know, pay for, pay for them to do it because it's going to be hard for them to find unless you can find somebody that aligns with our more wellness, you know, contractors. And there's not a lot of them around. And it can't be good for the contractors and the construction workers that are redo or that are doing this and they're, do they're around these chemicals all the time. Oh, it's yeah. one thing if you're just putting it in your house and you have to live with the off gassing and all of that, but there are guys that are doing it in the raw state mm -hmm. all the time. So I, uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be better for, for them to, to reduce that toxic load on their body for at least one job. So yeah. what are some, if, if, what are some good, so I know nothing about building a house. Like one of my best friends, she's our, oh gosh, what is she called? A homeowner. Aficionado. Um, like she's a liaison between me and everybody else. I don't remember. Sorry, Valerie. Uh, anyways, she like Valerie, let us know in the comments. I email her. I'm like, this is all Greek to me. I don't know what this means. Like I know a lot about a lot, but homes is not one is not it. So when we are either renovating or looking at a newer home, what would you say are like the top three? If you had to choose top three materials to avoid or to swap out for non-toxic versions, what are the main priorities and also the most realistic? Yeah. So I would say, try, try not to have carpet, you know, for, for me, carpeting has the most of those, you know, VOC and that off gassing, you know, if we can, if you can work with your builder or with your contractor on your renovations, if you can find that low VOC free flooring, um, flooring, you know, that's going to incorporate every room in your house, right? So let's, uh, that's the big, that's the big ticket for me. That's what I would try to spend the majority of the money on would be that. Let's try to get that, get that into your, your house. Um, and also paint, you know, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you know, what am I going to do about that? Well, Sherwin Williams, and there's some other companies out there that have some really good paint and there's, you know, you can spend more money, mm -hmm. but Sherwin Williams is what everybody knows. I mean, that's kind of their go-to, but there's more even, I want to even call it more crunchier and more holistic paint. It's going to cost you more money, um, and that's something that you can invest in is, is that, but let's say you don't have an option because you've got this stubborn builder that's going to use his normal old paint, really ventilate your home. You know, there's things that you can do, you know, open up the windows, you know, and maybe putting those air doctors or there's Austin air filters in your home for like 24 hours before you move in and just crank them all up. Um, ventilation is the best key when it comes to all these off gassing, I would, I would say, but paint and flooring. Um, and I don't know what the third one would be, would just be, um, I don't know, maybe certain, you know, cabinets looking, you know, looking at, you know, what kind of cabinets you're choosing. Um, and there are, if you go to my chemical free home, I love that website. Cause she kind of lays it all out and does it for you because we're all looking for something different. Mm -hmm. You know, do we want more of the lighter colored floors? So look for brands. And I know that brands are starting to wake up, right? They're starting to hear us. We vote with our dollars. Remember that. Don't spend the money on the toxic flooring. When you could buy a flooring that might be a couple more dollars more, you're setting 
you know, you're setting that, um, that stage and letting the world know we're going, we're not going to settle for this anymore. We're going to pay a little bit more money, but we're okay with that because we want a, a healthy home for our family. Right. Absolutely. I have a question. Yeah. What's talking about VOCs and, and ventilating the house. What is the, I guess the life or the half-life of VOCs of, cause 24 hours, it's not going to totally vent all the VOC. So what is the life of what are we looking at? Is that something that, you know, doing sealing off and doing ozone, like after like a mold remediation, is that something that's beneficial to help pull, clean all that up? Like, what are the things that we can, yes. And if that's a full question. Piggyback, I I have a fuller question. To piggyback, because I had a very similar question is let's say we're moving into an older home where, I mean, not necessarily old, but not new, like flooring was not just laid down. Maybe it's a a home that's 10 years old. Is that something that we have to worry about when we move in? Should we be ventilating and doing either ozone or air doctors? Or is that something where by that point, we're not worried about off-gassing? Right. So the newer homes, we're going to worry about more of the off-gassing. And there's been studies that shown in the air quality studies have shown anywhere between six and 12 weeks about the off-gassing. I have though, and some of more my, my more holistic, you know, uh, groups that I'm in and some other doctors have said it could even last up to months, you know, three to six months of off-gassing. You know how you bring a shower curtain into your bathroom and it just has that odor? Mm-hmm. That's, that's that off-gassing. And you, you know, it's just, things that we bring into our homes also affect that. So, you know, ventilation and air purification is really good. Yes, you can do some ozone that will help clean the house. Um, you know, that some people are like, well, do we really want to do that? And and then they get concerned about with the company that does it, you know, do they want one that was put in someone else's homes? You don't know what was in the other person's home. So I know you can buy some off of Amazon, you know, you can buy some, you know, they're a couple hundred dollars, but a lot of people just having, you know, that ventilation, you know, open up the, open up your windows. You might even do it longer, you know, do it, do it for an hour a day and cranking up those, you know, air purifiers. Those are, those are really the only, the the best ways to, to do that. Anytime we're buying new furniture. Oh, yes. Suggestions there. Okay, definitely flame retardant furniture and sprayed with, you know how they'll say, oh, how about we put this, you know, n- you know, uh, stain, stain free. Yes, yeah, yeah. Scotch- no, nope. No, you're just <laughs> sitting there and lathering yourself when you're laying on your couch with all that toxins. No, stay away from it. And, you know, there's actually getting some companies, you know, Pottery Pottery Barn is starting to sell a more, you know, low chemical, you know, with a lot of their furniture. And there's a lot of companies out there. I did put a couple of them on my website um, that I've researched over the years. Mattresses, that's another huge, we're sitting there laying mm-hmm. eight hours on this mattress and you're just soaking in the toxins, right? So you know, what you're bringing into your home is very important, you know, our furniture, you know, and you know, what's funny too, I don't want to, you know, say, oh, I don't want to, you know, buy something used. But then again, 
what if you're getting something from, you know, a yard sale or something from another family and they've got mold, you're bringing that into your home. I try to think about that stuff all the time and it's, it's hard, but you know, we have to really think about, think about that. But, um, but there's, there's ways to, you know, look at getting the, when you're doing your renovations, looking at those low chemicals. And another thing is with, I want to get into radon a little bit because some people will put granite, you know, granite in our homes. We have stone mountain here in Georgia. What is that big granite, big granite rock, right? So that that's, you know, you really want to know and you'll be surprised. People do not know what their radon number is in their home. It's like your vitamin yeah. D level, right? What's your vitamin D level? I know my vitamin D level. I don't know my radon level at home. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. No. So for those who have no idea. Yeah, explain that to us, please. What is radon? How does it impact us? Where where does it accumulate? Just lecture, <sighs> preach, girlfriend. Oh my gosh. Okay. So radon, about 21,000 people a year, they don't realize that it, it can die of lung cancer that is related to the radon gas. So the radon gas is you don't taste it. You don't smell it. You don't know it's there. It is in our soil under our homes, right? So funny, not a funny story, but a story that I did about a year and a half ago for a client. The home was about a year and a half old. And I asked them, did they ever have a radon test? Because I was, we we're going to go ahead and do it. And she's like, no, they don't know the radon levels. So I said, okay, we're going to go ahead and do it. So you want to be under four, but you really want to be one or two, right? I mean, that's, that's where we want our number to be. This one was 11. Oy. 11. Sounds in like the, my medical tests, just yeah, off the charts. Off the charts. Not in it the was, it's and a it thing. Was, and it was in Brazel, Brazelton area, Stone Mountain with the big, you know, so Georgia had, you know, we have our, our areas. Um, there are some myths when it comes to radon. And, you know, a lot of people will not test on slabs. They really only do crawl spaces and basements, which, you know, that's where we do tend to see the higher numbers, right? You know, those crawl space and basements are definitely important to, to see because we have that dirt. But a lot of people don't realize, too, that you can have it on a slab house because, you know, when concrete does settle, you see them in your garage, right? You see those cracks. Mm -hmm. What's underneath your flooring, right? You know, you could have that. So have it tested. You know, I like to have them tested every other year or so because they can change. And when it rains, just a fun fact, when it rains, your radon levels can be a little bit higher. So, so for my brain I still don't understand my, I do but my, my my brain is just like all the things that now I need to do in my home so when we talk about the toxicity of radon yeah what can that look like and how can that impact our health or our family or our home okay so you really don't show signs it sometimes takes five years for this is a long term, this is not something you're going to feel quickly. But the problem is when you've got radon in your home over a long extended period, it can lead to lung cancer. That's one of the, you hear people non-smoker mm -hmm. that come down with lung cancer. 
a lot of times, not necessarily that's the whole culprit, but radon is a huge culprit when the link, it is linked to lung cancer. So by the time that the symptoms and the damage has been done, it's too late. Right. It's too late. So that's why, you know, for $180, if you want a company come in, it's about $180. You can do it on your inspection. But for you guys like homeowners, you can actually go another fun fact. UGA has an extension, a radon extension. I think you can get it for $15. They'll send you the kit to your house. You can leave it out for your, I think it's 48 hours or 72 hours. You just write the date on there and mail it back to them and they'll email you your results within a week. Where, if you're doing a one-off sample like that, where would you suggest placing it? So I would say either in a closet or somewhere you're not going to be having a lot of movement, you know, um, try to, you know, try to get it somewhere, maybe away from the front door. Um, if or you do more stagnant. Yeah, more stagnant. If you have a crawl space and basement, then obviously I would like for you to test it down there. I would like for for that. Um, Cooks is really good. If you wanted a company to come out, they're about $180 to $200. They can come out and set it up and, you know, and do everything for you. Or you can do it yourself. Like I said, I don't necessarily want to say no to um, like Home Depot test. I just like the Georgia extension, the UGA, and there's a link, I think on my website, but you can go to UGA radon extension environmental and they, you can send us like $15. So um, I do like them. I feel like, you know, they've been really well over the years with clients. Um, but it's just something that you, you just want to know your number, right? I mean, you just want to, yeah. it's another thing to have and be educated on is when you don't know, you don't know. If it is found, like if mold is found, I know what to do. Right. If radon is found, well, what do we do? What happens? I mean, is it remediated like mold is? Like what, what happens? Oh my gosh. It's very easily remediated. Um, so if it is in your crawl space and basement area, they will drill down to the soil and they will have a fan that will go outside of your home to the top of the roof. Some, some homes, if you're looking at a home, and you see this pipe going up the side of the house, going up to the roof and out, that is that radon getting basically huh. sucked out. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's really amazing. And they also have a little monitor on there that will tell you it's, it's under one, you know, and, and you do, do, do periodically have to have that tested and looked at. You want to make sure that that fan and everything's running properly. Um, and that's what they did. They called the local company come out, they did a floor plan of their basement and they figured out where to drill, take that pipe outside the house. And now they don't have to worry about it. They can use their basement and know that there is very low in that normal range of radon. And if you are on a slab and let's say there is a crack and you do have higher levels, then you can, you know, sometimes they'll put it in a closet or they'll have to make space, you know, somewhere in the house um, just to make sure that it's getting out of the house or pulling it out. Um, we don't see it as much on slabs. That's why basements and crawl spaces. But like I said, I'm on a slab. I'm on a slab. <laughs> That's perfect. You just don't want to assume that it's low until you right. get it tested. But um but I, I, you know, it's always good to know your number. Do y'all have a basement? 
No. Are you on a slab or crawl space? Slab. Oh, oh good. High five. I know. Slab with, and my mom actually built the house. And when she built it in the slab, she put a, with her finger in the concrete, a biblical verse or a Bible verse. Awesome. Yes. You get a blessed house. Yeah. Blessed, not stressed until you put four babies in it. Or an electric blanket. Or an electric blanket, yeah. (laughs) So you you've mentioned some really awesome, I mean, things that I didn't like I know to check our HVAC, you know, but maybe once a year we've had it cleaned out and changed and and whatever. You've mentioned a lot of kind of different inspections, roof inspection, you know, chimney inspection, the getting kind of radon and mold looked at. Are there any other lesser known inspections that should be done or any other stipulations? You know, for example, when, and I I hate to say this, but this is what I tell patients is because there are amazing companies out there, but then there are companies out there who just want to take advantage of the homeowner. And so when it comes to something like mold, um, yeah. you know, it's like you, you hire somebody to detect, detect the mold, but then you hire that same person to remediate. And to me, it just feels like a conflict of interest almost. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say there aren't people out there who would be truthful and honest. So what are just some of your suggestions otherwise when looking into what companies mm-hmm. to do some of these inspections? And then are there any other ones that you can think of that yeah. aren't, as, you know, aren't known, although I didn't know to test right on. So yeah, I learned something new every day. I was today years old and I learned something. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good question. And, you know, having relationships is so important, you know, and having these vendors that you trust and, and I think that's important Um, in reading reviews, you know, having those reviews read Um, there's, there's a lot of good talk out there. Um, I, I mean, I hear good things and bad things. It's like, oh my gosh, I went ahead and hired that environmental hygienist that's not associated with anyone. They're going to put that plan together. Well, they didn't, you know, they caught, they charged a thousand dollars and they didn't do it. So read your reviews, you know, you hear good things and bad things about all, all kinds of people. Um, I've got some really, you know, I've got some really good that's on my website that, you know, has done work. I had um, this family that had in their cross, but two, two families in their crawl space relocated one from California, one from Washington state over the last two months, there was some fungus in the crawl space due to humidity. Wasn't water moisture, wasn't a leak, wasn't anything like that, but they had found, and we had swabbed and tested it and had found that. So they did, both families did encapsulate put a dehumidifier down there. So happy with, with them, but they're the ones that did test and they did have them come out. What is encapsulate? And they close it all off. So there's no outside. What encapsulation means, but what, what does that mean when you're talking about a crawl space? So they create a, a closed off environment. So when they, but how do you get in there then? Well, you remediate and then you take the encapsulation off and open up a oh. Uh, so they're closing okay. off. It's like, I'm sure there's be the only one who didn't know what that meant. Listeners. The only reason oh, I know that, me. the only reason that I know that is because I used to work for uh, a remediation, hmm. uh, a water mitigation company. Oh, 
which is probably why I got I'm super sure sensitive sure to mold. That was great for your health. Oh yeah. But see that is that's wonderful information. Exactly. So you can help people and say, look, I've been in this business and I've seen, you know, what, you know, what needs to be done and having, so, you know, crawl spaces is just wild dirt down there. Right. It's just, mm -hmm. Ooh, you know, a couple of squirrels, a couple of rats, yeah. yep. you know? Yep. And so what they do is they'll come in and clean it. They'll wipe it down and, and seal a lot of the areas that maybe there's water or moisture coming in there. Then they'll encapsulate it with like a plastic and then install a dehumidifier that will keep your, your humidity low so it won't grow any of that fungus so that's you know that's what a lot of you know people will do and it really does help and make a difference and they do warrant it too so that's nice yeah that is can you debunk a myth very quickly i yeah. have patients who are like hey we have mold in the attic or mold in a crawl space but we're not worried about it because we don't go in there can you please debunk that myth real quick? Oh my gosh. Yes. You, if you know you've got mold, you have to get it taken care of. You can't, you know, live in an environment with, with, with this. You Just because you're not up in the attic doesn't mean it's not coming through the venting system. It's not coming through openings. You're not, you know, it's, it's not fully encapsulated, right? I mean, it's, is part of your home. You have access to that. You're going to open up that attic <laughs> and you're, and that's, it's going to come down. I mean, so floodgates. You, yeah. And your walls aren't, your walls are porous and your ceiling is porous and there are gaps and cracks. And yes. even though it's um, what is it called? Like a sealed energy efficient sealed home from your windows yeah. and things, but that doesn't mean from room to room that things can't go through and get tracked in. And I mean, yep. it's like, you know, when you go out, you don't, you change your clothes from being in your outside right. world before you get in your bed. You don't ever wear your outside clothes and get in your bed because that's just gross. Yeah. But fair, fair, very fair. Yeah. It's so like, it's like, well, it's all coming shoes in the house, right? It's all coming in yeah. and then you've got puppies I've and all of their I've things. I've done that before I say yeah. anything. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, well, think about it. Like you're, you come in and you sit on the couch from being outside and you've been, on public transit, or you've sat in a, at a restaurant, or you've been walking around outside and there's pollen in the spring, and then you come home and you sit on your couch or you get in your bed wearing a hoodie that you're just been comfortable in, or you had to run to the store, or yes, right. you were only in your car, but you got out and did other things and just yep. talk about rabbit holes. We yeah, sorry, the just went. Sorry. I was like, well, our dogs go outside, and do we bathe our dogs every time they come inside? No, but that's nope. the rabbit hole that my brain goes yeah. down. And you can't live without puppies. You can't no, live yeah, without your yeah. fur babies or and other humans. Three of them, like us. <laughs> but yes, you're not you're not coming in from outside into a sterile environment. That right. it's coming in and it's it's yeah. moving around. So ha having mold in the attic or in the crawl space or other things, like how do we? What's kind of the number one? Like we can we're listening to this podcast now we can go into, and these are the things that we can go and notice right now of, Hey, I need to get that checked. What are some things? So we have the radon and ordering that test and having that done, but what are some other things that, Hey, right now I can, I can make note of this and see where we're at. Or so yeah, I, like yeah, where, 
that's maintainable too. Cause I think right. there's so much that I think people can feel overwhelmed because I, when I started listening to just you talking to her, I was like, oh my gosh, my couches, my floor, my, you know, all these things. So to kind of not minimize, but prioritize yeah. where should a homeowner start? What like in the new year, mm-hmm. where should we start in our existing home of, Hey, do this first move to this, go to this. And if those are the three things you can do in 2024, that's what we want to do. Um, let's check, let's check the house for water, you know, look underneath your sinks. Is there a slow drip that you didn't even notice? That's huge. That's huge because that whole cabinet might have to come out. So time to give a shout out to our incredible sponsor for making this episode possible. I'm here with a quick shout out to Throat Calm Tablets by Boron. When my throat starts to feel a little bit scratchy, these tablets are here for relief. They calm minor sore throat pain and hoarseness without all the numbing. And the best part, there's no benzocaine, artificial sweeteners, or flavors. Perfect for those days when you need a little bit of extra TLC for your throat. Head on over to boronusa.com and use the coupon code thediscoverydoc1 for 20% off your next order of throat calm tablets. Also, while you're there, check out Boron's other winter essentials, including Ocelococcinum and Cold Calm. Claims are based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. Thanks so much for being part of our journey. And now back to the show. So know your, like your water, like look around your sinks. Do you have any dripping faucets or do you have, you know, let's, let's, let's focus on a lot of water for number one, you know, looking around that shower, doing the caulking, um, Easy homeowner stuff that you don't have to be overwhelmed with, but could be a huge, you know, it could be really helping out in the long run, a a prevention, right? Catching and preventing to have, you know, your home healthy. Um, So look at that, look at that water and go around your windows too. A lot of people don't realize, you know, maybe just pull your, pull your blind up. It might be black underneath there. You know, you don't know. And, you know, if just kind of clean around there, I, I like to use vinegar or whatever, just kind of, you know, clean and look around your, your windows, your seal, see if there's anything going on around that window that you need to be aware of. Um, I would say that would, that would be huge of just checking that out. Um, Do you and- dry out your washing machine? Do you leave your, your, your drawer and your door open? Yes. After finding mold. Yes. Yep. So that's a big thing too, because that's all, you know, checking all the rubber pipes and hoses coming in and out of all the, all the things that's, I mean, I think that's a great, a great thing to do. So, yeah. Right. And another one, and we didn't even talk about this. We will now. Water purification systems. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can't. I know. I know. Yeah. That's a whole, that's a whole show. That is, it is. And we, as part of this month, we will have an entire episode about that. We touched on it earlier a couple months ago, but not as in depth as I wanted to, because there's so much to that. Yeah. But in a minute, (laughs) what if, I mean, and the reality is a lot of people can't afford a whole house filter. So if there is something that's more financially available in 2024 that I can do for my family, what is your recommendation when it comes to water? So I love, you know, a lot of people have said, oh, no to Berkey. Berkey is the easiest, you know, you can 
you can you can add you know different filters you know there is something called Dal dalton filters if you don't want the berkey filter because of all the aluminum yeah right so you can still you know you can do a dalton you know which is supposed to capture more um but at the end of the day filter your water i mean at this point you know just don't don't drink tap water i mean you know i don't know if you can afford a distiller they're a few hundred dollars um because I know whole whole house home systems are, you know, $1,200 or so. I know that's a huge expense. Um, of course, if you can, that is, that's amazing. But at least do a Berkey. And there's some that you can actually buy on Amazon that go under your sink. But you might have to drill if you have um, a little area on your countertop. And it's got its own little faucet that you can get your drinking water out of that that's more you know reverse osmosis or whatever right. i know it's a whole that's the water but i and on like i have a lot of clients that have wells and mm -hmm. i tell them you you really need a, a system on your well water i mean, yes. I mean all the stuff that leaches from the soil mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so we have checking for drips checking showers checking windows Yep. water purification what would your third thing be for somebody listening who's like okay this is the third priority in 2024 if i can get this done and it's maintainable sustainable yep steps in the positive direction yes yeah maybe um i don't know like how how people feel about you know getting getting rid of toxins right that would be my my thing for the whole just getting started because I see a lot of new mamas that are in the new crunchy movement, you know, start getting rid of that Lysol and that Clorox and, and, and throw out the, the plugins. And I know sometimes it's easier said than done, but people have dogs and they're like, well, Tori, what do I do about the smell with our animals? Bacon soda in the carpet, you know, there are great non-toxic things for us to do with with you know with cleaning you know you can mop with vinegar branch <laughs> basics i'm just a fan girl of branch basics that's why i give it and my closing gift is a whole package of it um it's it's just great you can use it on a lot of things but you know slowly start getting your family off of all of those around the house you'll be so surprised your house, when you go into a house, you say, oh, your house smells so clean. Not really. People, you're not, you don't smell clean, right? You just don't have a smell. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so true. That's so true. And I think, you know, the biggest thing is just like one step forward is better than you were yesterday. So it doesn't have to be the right. whole house filter, mm -hmm. but if you can put an extra filter, even on your fridge, like right. that is a step in the right direction. And I think people get so overwhelmed by needing that end goal thing that right. they don't think that those steps that we can take before then matter. And they do. And it's what something I stress to my patients all the time is that we can't control the outside world. We can't, we can't control what we're exposed to. We can't control, you know, what we go into the restaurants and grocery stores and, and what we're breathing in and whatever, but you can control what's in your own home. That's right. And to touch on something too, on the outside of the home, just real, real quick, pesticides and spraying in our yards and chemicals spraying for bug control in our house. I yes. mean, that's a, that's a whole, uh, we could really talk about that for a whole hour, but be aware of what you're spraying in your yard and in your house, you know, 
there's different, you know, different products that you can use that are low toxic that, and, and, you know, we talk about, you know, people like, well, I have, you know, I want, you know, flea control for my animals. There's something called nematodes mm-hmm. that you can spray their little beneficial worms and they will actually eat the the fleas and it's non-toxic to humans and it's, they're not parasites. They're not big enough. So, I mean, there's a, there's so much we could talk about. We almost need a whole, whole nother show about that, but the whole, that whole environment around the house, there's little things that you can slowly start doing, getting rid of the cleaning products, those sprays in your yards and, you know, all of that, try to slowly go low toxic by just taking a couple little steps. I need, I need, I need, I need answers. Ask I, a question. I, need, I need quick answers here. So not even necessarily quick, but I, I do think I agree with you so much that the outside of the house matters just as much as the inside because we're outside. We're like, we mentioned earlier, we're going outside to ground ourselves. We are spending time outside. We're reading outside. Our kids are playing outside. Our dogs are playing outside. Right. So pesticides, of course, are a huge aspect of that. Yeah. Do you, can you give advice there on maybe certain companies, certain brands, certain products where people, yes, we all don't want bugs in our home. So what can we use instead? Any advice there? Yep. So there's a couple of good companies. If you're in the coming area, Barefoot Organics is great for your lawn care. They come out, they're organic. They can take care of the outside of your house. Green Queen. Mm Mm-hmm. She will, she can do, um, the bug, they, they can go in and spray around, around your house. There are some really good products out there. And I think I might've had a few listed, but I can always, um, send them over to you. There's, there's just a couple of more low toxic peppermint oil is really good. You can make your own spray if you want to. People love to do diatomaceous earth (laughs) around the house as well. Um, so that's a whole, that's a whole nother, but there are, you know, really start looking into what you're putting out there and start getting away from those pesticides and using some people will use orange oil. You know, some people will do garlic oil. I mean, there's just, there's different ones, but there are some good companies out there. Um, and that you can, that you can use. So, yeah. Do you ever run into, because my brain, I mean, we are blessed out here. We live on acreage, so we can do whatever we want. But what about for the people who have HOAs who are uh, in a community where they can't control what's being sprayed? Is there anything they can do to protect their families or to make any sort of changes when you have a stipulation of an HOA over you? That is so great. I founded Non-Toxic Georgia a few years ago for this reason. I want our, this to be a whole community thing, I would say, go to your meetings, go to your HOA meetings, try to get involved. You might not can control what your neighbors are doing, but by educating and maybe putting that sign in your yard or, you know, just, just letting people know um, around you, Hey, we don't spray on our house, you know, talk to your neighbors. They're going to be curious. Once you you know, tell them, Hey, my yard looks just as good as your yard and we're chemical free. You know, my kids can feel safe about running around barefooted. Um, but HOA has been huge and we have a lot of conversations, um, in there about it. And I just always say, go advocate, but there are some products out there like Fiesta will 
You can spot spray on your weeds that will kill that weed. Um, and so instead of just, you know, doing your whole yard, also there's little tips about keeping your yard cut really short. Mm -hmm. That's been a real trick to kind of, you know, sometimes your HOA won't notice anything if your yard's cut really, they won't notice all them little weeds because it looks green, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there's, a, there's some things that you can do, but I would just say, start educating your friends and your neighbors. And a lot of us will put, you can get these little signs off of Etsy and say, we're a non-toxic, you know, we're chemical free, we're organic yards. And people will ask and, and say, well, we just are choosing not to spray those harsh chemicals on there. We're going to spot treat, or we're going to use a more, you know, mm -hmm. more non-toxic company and tell them why. And let's get the word out there because the more people that know, then the healthier we're all going to be. Right. Because if you're walking your dogs in the neighborhood, you can see where the dogs go into yards and walk along the yards because they drag yep. stuff yeah. from yard to yard. So there's like a strip in front of everybody's house that either has weeds or doesn't have weeds. So the people that have manicured lawns, mm -hmm. you'll see this little trail on, on the front. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of, um, it's interesting because that's on their paws. And there are some things that if you do spray Tox toxins or you know someone that does treat their yard make sure that they put out a sign that says this yard has been treated do not let your dogs walk through it because it'll give they get reactions and yeah. there have been dogs that have gone into anaphylaxis and uh, anaphylaxis so close yeah so, uh, so close <laughs> like y'all know what i'm saying y'all know what i'm talking about so getting you know making sure that from one extreme to the other that if you know someone that does that, make sure that they're posting or go to your HOA and say, hey, if you're using harsh chemicals for whatever's going on in your lawn that right. you want to take care of, please let us know so we can keep our dogs away. Or ourselves. That too. Or our children. Yeah. Or yeah. the ball that goes in their front lawn. Yeah. All, all, all the things. All things. So Tori, as we wrap up this episode, which is has been so great and so just educational, I mean, just... We're going to have her on again. We're yeah, going to do, we we've got another like six hours we just do. to unpack in these episodes. But so any fun. other, we've covered so much and I do encourage everyone to go back and listen to episode one as well. But I, I want to give you back the floor for any other last little tidbits that we didn't cover that would be pertinent for a homeowner to know or a new homeowner to look out for. And then also please let our community know where they can find you, follow you, learn from you, all the good things. Definitely. Just remember some maintenance, clean your gutters, you know, keep, keep that, keep your gutters free of debris. And I would say low chemicals in your home, whatever that looks like for you and your family, don't stress about it. Even if it's just one product a month or every few months, start slow, do the best you can and don't stress. But definitely if you feel like there is a mold or a concern in your house, get it looked at, get it taken care of. Don't live in an environment that does have that because it will affect you and your family in the long run. And I'm here, I'm available to answer any questions that you might have and I can direct you to the right vendor that can help you navigate and what's right for, for you. I don't necessarily just do buying and selling. I'm here to help the community any way I can with your healthy home and whatever I need to do. Beautiful. How can we reach out and connect with you? What are all of your links? And we'll make sure that they're linked in the show notes below. 
Definitely. I'm also, you know, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. You can look for me there, but I've got great wellness real estate pro website and it's got magazines, which is a whole healthy home magazine that you will absolutely love. It's free. And you can also sign in for my free monthly wellness home um, newsletter that I do every month just to give little fun tips, what's happening around the community. And you can find that at atlantaholisticrealtor.com. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing all of this. There's, I have homework now. I have things, I have things that I need to go and do. We all do. <laughs> but thank you so much, Tori, for joining us. We have so enjoyed our conversation with you and listeners. We will proceed forward with a whole month of non-toxic living. So stay tuned for other tips and tricks, especially those who are first starting out. We want it to be something that's sustainable and manageable for y'all. And until Til next time. time. Oh, we did it together. Let's, Let's discover together. together. Bye. <laughs> so we hope you've enjoyed this journey of exploration and learning as much as we have. Before you go, we have a special request for you, our beloved discoverers. We'd be thrilled if you could show your support in a few easy steps. Step one, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel. Don't forget to turn that notification bell so you never miss a moment of discovery. Step two, if you're listening via Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to rate and review our show. Your feedback means the world to us and helps others discover our podcast too. Step three, whether you're on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast platform, please share the Discovery Doc podcast with your friends, family, and social networks. It's the best way to spread the joy of discovery. And finally, don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Discovery Doc. Stay connected with us for updates, behind-the-scenes content, and so much more. Plus, for exclusive content and additional resources, be sure to check out our website at www.thediscoverydoc.com. And while you're there, if you have a burning question or a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, simply let us know. Thank you, Discoverers, for being part of our incredible journey. Until next time, let's discover together. The content provided in this podcast provides general information and discussions on various topics related to health, wellness, and medical advancements. However, it is essential to understand that the content provided in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The hosts, guests, and contributors are individuals sharing their personal experiences, opinions, and knowledge in their respective fields. While they strive to provide accurate, up-to-date information, medical knowledge is constantly evolving and the information presented in this podcast may not always reflect the most current research and medical guidelines. It is crucial to consult with a qualified healthcare professional or medical expert for specific medical concerns. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking medical treatment based on the information presented in this podcast. The Discovery Doc podcast encourages listeners to use their own judgment and discretion while implementing any suggestions, recommendations, or lifestyle changes discussed in this episode. Each individual's medical situation is unique and may work for one, may not be suitable or safe for another. The podcast hosts, guests, and contributors are not liable for any direct, indirect, consequential, or incidental damages or harm that may arise from listening or acting upon the information provided in this podcast. Listeners are responsible for their own health decisions and should exercise caution and seek professional guidance when necessary. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge that you have read, understood, and agreed to this medical disclaimer. If you have any questions or concerns about this medical disclaimer, please consult a qualified healthcare professional.